The anomalies are conclusive proof that agricultural-themed fairs exist. In a podcast as real and solid as those we already know about shows that have four good seasons and one bad one. Welcome to Four Seasons and a Funeral. Today we're talking about Season 2, Episode 1 of the next evolution of science fiction primeval, Jurassic Mall. I'm Charlie, and I'm joined today by Nick and David. Hi, I'm Nick. Hi, I'm David. Charlie, that was fucking terrible. Yes. What? That was a terrible, terrible placeholder. Do we want to talk about the other thing, David? I don't think so. No. No. But still, that was like a terrible placeholder. It's a tie-in to what I did last time. I mean, I guess. It's just... Because I went to an agricultural-themed fair. Last time in Charlie's life. We could get to that, because what have you guys been up to, other than um, enjoying the new intro? Uh, enjoying the new intro, definitely. Playing FF14, playing video games. David, yeah. David, are we allowed to talk about what? that other video game? I, I, like, I don't know. You're allowed uh, to talk no. about it, you just can't disseminate it. No, I don't no. think we I, like, are. We're, we're, we're certainly not allowed to stream it, I just don't know if we're allowed to talk about it yet. You can still discuss it. I don't, I don't think they can restrict you from discussing a game. Um, we, this is something we should have talked about beforehand. Um, it just says no streaming. Um, yeah, you could talk I'm about games no. that you are probably going to be able to talk about it soon. Fair enough. We'll, we'll talk we'll about just it soon. not for safety. Ugh. Fair enough. Are, are they really going to listen to this and take away your beta access? No, no, but there's no reason not to be like, like just let's not be dicks about it. Yeah, because like. It's, you're good. I don't know. You're gonna trash on the game. Yeah, and also I don't know if this game is even gonna make it to release out of <laughs> I really, beta. I don't think it is. It's like, yeah. It's it's really it's really cool, but yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know if it's. I don't even it, know if it's really cool. May get sued <laughs> out of existence by Crypto Bros. No, no, that won't happen. No, that's not gonna happen. It's more all the AR art that I don't feel great about. Yeah, yeah. That that part's yeah. that part's not great. Um. Anyways, <laughs> that removes one of the things that I've been up to. Uh, what else? What else have I been up to? Um. Uh, not too much. Ooh, I got to. I finally got to try the. Um. Remember how I I mentioned that I'd, I'd spent money on Magic the Gathering cards and I felt terrible Correct. about it. Um, you bought the, I, you I, I Did you buy a Doctor Who deck? I brought. I bought the. Cards? I bought one of the Doctor Who precon decks. Um, yep. I spent a that, lot of that money. That feels worse than just buying like a couple booster packs. Ah, but this way I got. I mean, at least you can play with it right away. But I, I got I to play know. with it right away. I, I got the cool. It's not like they're doing doctor. draft events for the fucking. That there's any limited events. Yeah. Um, it's just dumb. I hate. I hate that Magic is doing it. Is what I hate. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I got. I got to. I got to try out the the Doctor Who deck. It was fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. It's very. Very, very silly, and I still don't know how to deal damage in it, but boy, can my Terrans take a while. Uh, that was <laughs> that was what I got from it. Um, and that's what you want in a game, right? You just want it to take a really long time? You, you, want, it, you want all the attention to be on you, despite the fact that you're not doing anything. When I play a competitive card game, what I really want to be playing is solitaire. Basically. Um... Yeah, no, there's, there's like a lot of interactions that it's like, cool, if I want to get my sequencing correct, um, this turn's going to take like 15 to 20 minutes, and I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and like, don't sure, that's because I that. don't... They, they, they're, they're playing Magic, they know what they got into. 
I just feel bad because like I don't even know what all the cards do and no one else knew what all the cards were gonna do. So I'm like doing a thing and I'm like, am I even allowed to do this? All right, time to Google a rule. No, no, no. You just blaze through, and if they get upset that you broke the rules, uh, or you called them out on some rule things, you get to be dicks for the rest of the match. Oh <laughs> uh, well, like yes, David, I'm still upset about. Why it. are you still bitter? You need to go to more Magic events, my dude. If you're no. still bitter about that. Well, so, so like, for example, there was one card, that, like, there's a card that, like, basically allows you to, like, phase out other, other uh, like, creatures on the battlefield, including other commanders, um, and you can't send them back to the command zone with that, which was, like, a fun, like, five-minute Google. I'm trying to figure that out, because it's like, nope, phasing out just means that card doesn't exist until this card disappears. Um, well, yes, correct. You can only send a commander to the command zone if it's being sent to the graveyard, or exiled. Then you can send it to the command zone instead. Yes. Um, but it was, is phasing out different from exiling? And the answer is yes. Yes, because it's being phased out. Otherwise, it would be the same keyword. Fair enough. <laughs> read the fucking card, Nick. Never. <laughs> RTFC, read the fucking card. Never. All the rules you need to know are on the card. I just want them to unban the one card that makes you play a sub-game of Magic in your current game of Magic. Oh, you saw that post? <laughs> And then the follow-up <laughs> Arabian Nights, which was the second ever set of yeah. magic cards, which they had no fucking clue what they were doing. I do like. I think it's maybe from one of the crack sets where it's have a sub game of magic underneath the table. Yeah, and the official ruling is if that card gets played in the sub game, you do have to play another sub game underneath a smaller table if possible. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, that's no. from Unglued, though. Unglued is specifically dumb cards like that. Yes. Like, that's just different. Like unhinged. The Arabian Nights card was just like, they didn't know what the fuck they were doing yet. <laughs> so Unglued went, this is could literally like unhinged cards. Like, it's a lot of joke cards and shit like that. I mean, in the second set, the original plan was to have different backsplashes for every card for Magic. <laughs> and they were like, wait, if they make a deck of different card sets, that's not good then if the backs are all different. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> like, we can't do that. Yeah, that's a bit of a problem. Uh... Yeah, but it, it, it's dumb. But yes. enough about magic, the worst thing I ever spent so much money on. Yeah. Um, the Charlie. second being Overwatch. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Charlie, what if. Definitely you Magic the Gathering. Well, I went, to a, I went to an agricultural theme fair. I thought I, I, thought I made that clear. That's crazy. Yeah, that's uh, all Charlie's done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that and played just an absolute shit ton of Hades because I'm back on the Hades train. I'm just jumping from, from roguelikes to roguelikes. Welcome. Oh my God. Welcome to the best genre. Like It really, really is. Like, what? So so I, I, here's here's my here's my reasoning as to why roguelikes are the like objectively the best genre. Um when your time starts to get like more time boxed and it's like I only have X amount of time to do this thing because I'm gonna have to do this other there's too many responsibilities. Roguelikes, you can just like fill in the gaps really well. Yeah. Absolutely not. Get rid of those responsibilities in your life that are time. That's what you should be doing. Play sixty hour JRPGs. You be you be like my fiance and my job. <laughs> get rid of them. I'll get tell her you said that and she'll have words for you. She will. Make sure you tell her that I said to get rid of them so you can play video games longer specifically. <laughs> yeah. I think we have, she'll understand uh, and we not did, be as angry. We did find a game to play together called Scene Investigators, which is Ooh. actually quite good. Um, 
it's like solve the crime stuff, but Mm -hmm. the gimmick of it is not all the evidence is going to be there and you have to make uh, some logical leaps to get to a certain point where like in the demo, it's who sat at chair number three and the only hint you have is their cutleries on the other side and there's a note somewhere that says, reminder, this guy is left-handed. And that's the only clues you get. It very good uh, i have seen some very angry reviews being like oh it's just guesswork i'm like yes that's the gimmick is you have to guess uh but also we went into it being like oh it's just going to be like oh who killed this person and then the the first the first case is yeah these uh these parents are neglecting their kids cuz the dad has a gambling addiction uh and then the second one is you're basically uh, finding out what happened to a whole bunch of probably unwilling prostitutes, and there's there's crack all over the house, and one of them is underage, and you're like, oh, no, I just don't feel good playing this game anymore, but I gotta solve these crimes. <laughs> oh no. Oh, yes, man. that's what I've been up to. Yeah, the agricultural fair was the royal. Uh, that's every November in Toronto. It's always a good time. Have they changed um, their name to just the royal at this point? No, it's still the Royal Winter Fair. That's okay. what it's always been. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that was what I always knew. Colloquially, it's the Royal. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because um, we always go and we see the show jumping final, which before that is the eventing final. And eventing is you're jumping over. It's supposed to look more like foliage and stuff. And I understand the outdoor courses are a little bit more elaborate. But it's still scary as hell. They're only like three and a half, maybe four foot jumps. But they're like, solid they're not poles that you can knock over if the horse short jumps it it's just gonna tumble and so seeing them go over them i'm like this isn't okay this isn't good but then they do it and you clap it's fun (laughs) well that's good there's some fucking women behind me at, at our seats the entire show jumping final every time a horse got close or like did a tricky jump they went and sucked in through their teeth like every single one, and That's I wanted to horrendous. say something. <sighs> they were just... filled me with righteous rage. Nice. All right. Shall, shall we get into our episode? Uh, I guess. If we uh, must. I enjoyed this one. <laughs> I did actually too. I don't know why I'm acting so yeah, grumpy. Like, this was a good episode. This was just fun. Like, <laughs> this was a it, good episode. It's of a velociraptor. Show. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's, I feel like. I, I'm, like, traumatized from Merlin in season five of Fringe. Yeah, but, like, no, because, like... Whenever no, we was... mention getting into an episode, my instinctive reaction is to be upset. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but, no, we cut, I think... Um, well, no, Charlie, immediate... what, is, what is our TV guide? Oh, oh fuck, yes. you're right. Our TV guide is, another anomaly materializes as Cutter tries to solve the mystery of Claudia's disappearance. The team is summoned to deal with a shopping center's raptor problem. Also, he's not really trying to solve anything. He's made an assumption that something in the past happened and it's changed history. Like, he he solved the mystery. He just doesn't know what the event was. Yes. Um, but, but hey, uh, there's yeah, definitely something that's happened. Um, but let's get into it. David, you were, you were saying. Yes, so we cut, uh, or we start immediately on some people bowling, because, you know, 
new season can't get right back to the drama that we cliffhangered off of yet. No, of course. Instead, we get to see some uh, teens bowling. I yeah, just can some you guys bowling. Tell the age of anyone anymore because I've lost that no. ability. I feel it's no. fine. <laughs> like you're, you're fine. either either they look like little children or they look like adults, and that's all I can tell now. And even adults, I'm like, oh, what age or range are you? There, there was a person that uh, Maggie and I saw out, and I was like, she's like 14, right? And then we overheard them talking and she's like, Oh yeah. Like this is going to be the first vacation I go on since I got married. I'm like, excuse me, <laughs> but you, are you in a child marriage? <laughs> yeah. I have no clue, but yeah, some teens are playing, um, fucking bowling. And then the girl gets way too excited for what is a shitty bowl <laughs> as yeah. well. She's like, <laughs> yes, I left four pins up. I'm Fuck so yeah. good. <laughs> Just like for a, like, it's clearly also going straight left. It didn't even look like it was going center. <laughs> I was just like, why are you excited about this? This is a perfectly mid bowl. Um, but then she's like, weird. Something sparkly is over there, and then the ball doesn't come back because it went through an anomaly. Ooh. Um, and we just see a bowling ball rolling through the desert for a while. <laughs> Just and then a raptor, by the way. A raptor's like, finally, I can finish my set. <laughs> yep, and a raptor comes across it and then sees the anomaly. And I'm like, oh, fuck, we're finally getting raptors. We could have a Velociraptor episode. It's going to be great. I mean, yeah, you can't do that in like early in the show, right? Because you're just going to get Jurassic Park like vibes. Huh? You mean with the with an episode like Jurassic Mall as their name? Yep. <laughs> yep. David, how do you feel about not having to do fun podcast episode titles anymore? I still am. It's just worse now because I'm like, like they're so garbage, dude. Oh man. I mean they. They were good before. Well, they were some of them. They were, were good amazing. Some what do you of them mean? were great. Some of them were good. Occasionally, uh, I'm so excited. Episode, I'm so excited. Which was for David. future foe? Uh, got changed to past lover. <laughs> I'm so excited for this one to be Jurassic Shopping Center. Uh. <laughs> um, Dodo Madness got changed to Do 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 Madness. <laughs> Oh, I no. thought you were gonna do like a scale, like a do re mi. No. Madness. <laughs> oh man, that's that's beautiful. They're terrible. They're so terrible. Um, put terrible news got changed to just terrible news. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good as well. So, so you're an you're anti joking them. <laughs> I took the pun away. No, no, no fun allowed in this. Uh, in this Why one, would fun ever be allowed. Fun. Listen, this is a podcast, a podcast about a TV show, Nick. We're not allowed about to have fun here. Prime Evil as well. Like, oh man, this is the uh, Emmy. What's the TV awards? <laughs> the BAFTA winning well program. <laughs> well done, Charlie. You've nailed it. Is it BAFTA award winning? No, not even a little bit. There's no like, way. I really don't think it is. <laughs> if we go back through this anomaly and like kill a butterfly, it might be. Because oh. apparently that's all it takes. But yeah, she's she's shit at bowling, and then um we see an anomaly open up, and then there's a raptor. Um, 
do we see the raptor kill anyone or do we cut back to them going to the ark the anomaly no, research so we center. cut back from that to cut right after the cliffhanger of season one with cutter coming out and going hey where the fuck's claudia brown um uh like what's going on like where where Everyone are we like, like what's a claudia brown like what the fuck are you talking about it's like you know our handler the the fucking person on your end who handles the team and like you mean oliver leak <laughs> wait what i really wish they went for like a still a c name and then a color last name like you that mean would carson make, green that would make much more sense than oliver leak like what excuse me i am so by the way i am so excited for him to him to be like a bad guy who leaks a he's bunch 100% of information gonna be a bad guy who leaks information he's 100 gonna be a bad guy like come on his name's like, leak like he's 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 100 like go like helen's crony right like it makes too much sense. It Probably, makes too yeah. Much beautiful sense. He's. They're going to find out that Helen's been getting information from the Ark, as we will soon come to to know, and it's going to be from a leak, Oliver. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. No, it's going to be some bullshit where they're like they discover like a note or something, and they that says like, "Oh, yeah, I'm Helen's getting all this information from leak," and they're like, "From leak, from a leak. There's a leak in the Ark." Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's gonna be some fucking stupid ass bullshit like that. No, it's gonna be like, ah, oh, a mole's betrayed us. Wait, you can't mean Edward Mole. <laughs> that or they're gonna listen, like they're gonna have a radio thing of Helen, and she's gonna be like, brr, 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 leak, brr, 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 brr. and they're like, she must mean we have a leak in the ark. <laughs> it's just gonna mean Oliver. Leak. Yeah, and it's just her saying, "Hey, Oliver Leak, what's up?" or something. Where's that information you promised me about the ark? <laughs> Oliver Leak. You know, my inside leak. <laughs> calling it now. 100% calling that. Any, anyways, um, basically, Cutter looks insane from any other team member's point of view because this is just what the present is. And Cutter's like, no, everything's changed. Everything's different. Things are bad. And they're all I'm, like, you guys, you guys cool? I, I really love how um, fucking... Government dude. Yeah, government dude. I don't, I don't even remember, remember his, his name. name. <laughs> yeah, just just government dude is like, you you guys got him? Like he's he seems kind of crazy right now. We'll, we'll he see seems you guys to be back having at the arc. A stress breakdown, but it's fine. I got a meeting. I gotta go. I got I got like a, a gym session I gotta catch up on. Like, can I just not be here? <laughs> and Cutter goes to Abby, you're like, no, you know, the home office. And Abby's like, we haven't worked at the home office in so long. He's like, wait, what? <laughs> Who do we work for? And he's like, you know, Irk. <laughs> like, what? So, Why would we ever name our institution Irk? It's so it's dumb. The, it's the Anomaly Research Center. Duh. So how how does how do how does Cutter throughout this entire episode, like, or at least at the start of this, try and get any information of like, oh yeah, like, you know, like I, I've forgotten when exactly did we move over to uh, like the arc, like how long has it been? Uh, yes. When did we he see the first anomaly? Listen, he could have been much cooler about this. He is not. He is freaking out, like full <laughs> panic attack, and just like not like in the mindset of different yep. timeline. Need to figure things out. Him and Claudia shared one kiss, and he like they they have been married longer than him and Helen. He cares more yeah. about. <laughs> 
any reasonable person would be like, oh, okay, this has broader implications, but like, I don't, I, I don't need to change world history to get this chick well, I kind of wanted to ask out on a we, date we'll back. We get that later on as well with him freaking out at Steven about it. Oh, right? yeah. Yes. I mean, he also just kind of freaks out on Steven. <laughs> yeah. But to be fair, Steven deserves it. The last thing Cutter learned was Steven was fucking his wife. <laughs> yeah, it's a little awkward. Uh, in reference um, to my incredible meme that is up on the Force F Twitter page, I'm assuming. Did I post on Twitter? Did Ooh. I do that? <laughs> Let's look and see. <laughs> Did I remember? I should have posted it immediately. It's gotta be there. All I know is that we're following three accounts on Twitter. Let's go. Is it the official accounts for each show? Of course. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, there it is. I fucked your wife. Nice. <laughs> it's such a good one. One retreat and one like. <laughs> Viewed Who by 26 it? people. Hell yeah. Yo, yeah. look at those impressions. We got so many impressions. Someone's going to look at that and be like, what the fuck is... What are they talking about? No, I hashtagged it primeval. No, if anyone's watched primeval, they know exactly what the meme means. <laughs> this is common primeval lore, Nick. Come on. It happens I... at the end of season one. Everyone's got to know. That's like if I make a fucking meme about Merlin with Merlin going, I have magic. <laughs> like, oh, what are they talking about? Merlin has magic? Ooh, Couldn't be crazy. everyone else on Merlin. <laughs> Merlin, oh. I've someone in my ancestry fucked a dragon once. Probably. Oops. Probably. <laughs> we think. Unconfirmed. But yeah, they go back to the they go back to the Ark and Oliver leaks there and he's like, oh hi, Cutter, my best friend that I won't betray when I'm revealed to be the, the leak. And, and Cutter's, Cutter's like, like, who the fuck are you, you fucking weasel man? Get the hell out of my way. I don't know you. And the other guy's like, do you, do you actually not know who this guy is? He's like, no, that is... And he, oh, I feel like he should have looked at, like, Sharpie on his hand and been like, <laughs> Oliver Leak. Uh, well, I just love the energy. Like, nah, it's Leak, my best buddy and pal. Leak, yo, what up? And then he talks to Connor. Connor's like, you have no idea who that guy is, right? And he's like, not a fucking clue. No fucking clue. And who are all those people? I was waiting for that What the fuck is this place? (laughs) Just like, who are all these people? Do they work for us? Do they work for me? What's going on? Connor's like, like, did I change a lot? (laughs) Well, random lady just goes like, oh, morning, the evening, professor. And he just gives her like a a wide eye, like, what the fuck? (laughs) Just like Connor being like, oh, did I change a lot? And my honest reaction was like, you're not wearing that dumb fucking fedora anymore, so I guess so. Or that weird leather jacket, like faux leather yeah. coat still, thing. Still got the fingerless mid, <laughs> mid-forearm mid gloves on, but we'll work on it. <laughs> we'll get you We'll get you there, Connor. Maybe, a maybe few David more timeline changes. A few more time. So but that's my question. Very Does this angrily, count as though, a different Connor? <laughs> do I still have to hate this Connor as much? Yes, you as the still have to hate this Connor. Connor. Uh, well, okay. well, no, well, no, no, no. It, that depends. That depends. He's definitely still kind of a creep, but he's less of a creep. Like, no, we can assume the creep level has remained consistent. Can we? We, we don't we actually know that yet. We haven't seen that yet, and 
so like I'm I, I want to get to this at the end of this episode, but I actually really like that they did this reset because it like gives them a chance to evaluate what season one was, what worked well, and what didn't, and change the things. I really well, that's my hope- question. Does this count as my fucking trap like asterisk card? For if Connor and Abby get together, because technically this is a different timeline. This is a different timeline. I think you'll that... have to reserve judgment once we see how creepy this Connor is. That's yes. true. I need to see that more. Is absolutely. Of this Connor. I will say I still think he's creepy enough because when asked, "Hey, did I change a lot? How do you know if I'm the same one?" and Cutter goes, "Apparently, some people don't ever change," and he says it really angrily yeah like i thought that was gonna be like i feel like the line should have been read nicer because connor yeah. even goes like is that a good thing or a bad thing i can't tell is that <laughs> oh man yeah um fucking cutter cutter came back his world was changed and he has chosen violence um in in most of what he's doing here um other things that have chosen violence uh let's go back to the security guards at the mall now now the mall's closed um and um start off with them realizing hey some some someone's still in the bowling alley one of the security guards going to uh check it out while he leaves the other one back there um and uh after a bit of investigating getting just fucked up by a dinosaur and telling the other security guard beforehand like hey i'm gonna need some backup um so the other security guard also dies here um (laughs) and we get our first wilhelm scream of season two Wilhelms are really well established in the UK, aren't they? (laughs) Dude, apparently, apparently, a prolific, uh, like he, he, you know, military, private security, like a very prolific family in the UK. The Wilhelms. I don't know if if the mall security counts as private security. Is it security for for a private company? Yes, but I also don't think like I think that's that's private security you're doing there, my dude. Hey, I, I gotta pump up his resume. Or <laughs> his obituary, I guess. <laughs> Anyways, um, the team gets told, like, hey, some weirdness at the mall. Let's go check it out. Um, and make their way down there. Uh, um, yeah, they get down there, trink, trink guns. Um, time, time to start hunting for um, whatever came through the anomaly. Uh, we have... Uh, Stephen tried to see if it's like, hey, are you cool with this whole, like, Helen affair thing? And Cutter being like, mm, not gonna talk about this right now. This is, this is not the time. <laughs> Cutter going, very clearly, I'm not. <laughs> we are literally tracking down who knows what. Let's not talk about this now. And Stephen going, fine, but we're gonna get into a situation that is gonna make me assume you're not okay with it. Even though, in two seconds, I'm gonna be proven wrong, and it's gonna feel like some wasted airtime. And then that Connor never gets happen. a good line with the, oh, don't you hate it when people bring their personal things into work? <laughs> and Abby just glares at him. Which makes it seem like he's still creep. I don't know. That makes that it... Is, I, that I, is way less creep than he's That's been, way less creepy, thing. more just weird social energy, which I'm much more down for. Like... They, they got rid of like they got rid of the fedora. Um, he has not wearing um, a fedora, Charlie. I think I have to like him more. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's it's kind of incredible how much I feel like between the end of season one and the start of season two, they went, man, we got to tone down this Connor character. <laughs> yeah. I also I'm very curious if friend death still happened in this uh, in this timeline. Oh, for sure, hundred like, percent. If friend death didn't happen, I'd be shocked. 
I'd be shocked if friend death was both of them this time. That would be more exciting. That would be that would be great. <laughs> Kill as many friends as possible. That's how you make storytelling more exciting. That is the Don't British worry way. Don't that I'm your DM and I'm saying this. <laughs> hey, if you kill off that bullshit Justice League, I'll be fine. Kill as many friends and family as possible. Oh, man. Um, look, anyways, where, where were we? Oh, Connor, or, uh, Connor's going to almost die to a, die to a raptor here. Uh. Yeah, because he's slurping down free slushy. <laughs> hey, he's just hey, taking advantage of... It's not free. Abby pays for it. Exactly. Oh yeah, she she gives him five bucks for like the eight slushies he's drank. <laughs> to be fair, this was also what two thousand nine ish slushies cost way less. It, it's fine. He's and it's five he, pounds, going... so that's like ten bucks in that time money. It's, it's so much money. <laughs> oh man. Um. But but yeah. No. Uh. Connor's gonna almost die to a raptor here. Um. And uh is able to escape. Um. Uh, by like the skin of his teeth and gets to do a cool action slide under a closing door um so that we know that we're in cool season two with action connor now uh, would have been cooler if he still had that hat and he could have pulled nope. it back in no actually, no wouldn't have been actually you want to know what have, what would have been great if he did have the hat on and in the <laughs> action slide assaulted lost, abby on the no, action action slide <laughs> lost the hat and the raptor ate it <laughs> I think David likes my idea better. What the fuck? It just came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, much Charlie's, like the sexual assault. Charlie's oh, decided. Man. Charlie's Charlie's decided. The like, you know, that this Connor is worse than previous Connor. Apparently, we have to assume he is at least as creepy as before. We don't. We do. Oh, Any, we just anyways. have to assume that. I I have so many questions that I'm very curious if episode two reveal any of the answers. Like, do they live at the Ark now? Like, because <laughs> we saw like a fucking bedroom or something in there. I like, they must right. Like, like it wasn't a break room. There were bunk beds. And Did nine eleven still this... happen in this timeline? Oh no! It was, it was all it was all Velociraptor related. Um, <laughs> um, that's probably the dorms for like. I assume there's a need... second Velociraptor. <laughs> I assume there's some need for 24-hour team, though, right? Yeah, is my presumption of the end of thing because uh, they probably. also like reemphasize that they don't know when anomalies happen or where. Yeah, or when yeah. they're so they're they just, are just now like, figuring yeah. out an early detection system. Fucking Cotter's still Cotter's still using a compass to say like, "Hey, that anomaly's about to close," which is oh, <laughs> what an insane way to check it. Yeah, um, but then Cutter and Steven end up following a raptor into like an arcade area where they play. I only recognize this sound from 3D Space Pinball. <laughs> like when the target gets hit, 3D Space Pinball uses that same sound effect. I, I respect the primeval people for finding the free use sound effects and just abusing the shit out of them, like. Oh yeah, it it's a good sound effect. That's the thing. Like the like they they've they've definitely overused the Wilhelm scream, but like man, they were like, "Hey, we found a scream. We're good to go." The the Wilhelm scream is starting to come back around to they're using it an appropriate amount because they're using it so much. 
that I look yeah. forward to when they use it. <laughs> like it's it's now almost it's it's not to the same level of where that observer in Fringe or in Merlin, as we know. Um <laughs> Yeah, audience, go back and rewatch all of Merlin and tell us where the observers are. Where where that observer be in season five. It's oh, a real shame Lord. that he left. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, and the Raptor's trying to kill Steven. Cutter's got the Trank gun, but he's not shooting. Why? He claims that it's jammed, and we can very clearly see that he tried to pull the trigger, and it was jammed. And Steven's like, oh, I thought you weren't pissed about me fucking your wife. (laughs) (laughs) Why didn't you shoot? You were just going to let me die? And Cutter's like, no, I I will kill you myself if I want you to die. Cutter's like, what? Was I just going to watch you get killed by a Velociraptor? No, I'd just shoot you. You gave me a gun. (laughs) (laughs) I would not let an animal do my, (laughs) take my kill. I'm not not going to stand by and passively watch you die. I'm going to actively participate in it if I'm going to. Oh, no. Weird parasite got on Steven. I had to shoot him. I had to put him down. (laughs) I threw his body in the anomaly. What a shame. (laughs) Womp womp. Too bad. They're like, didn't didn't he bang your wife? And he's like, don't talk about it. What? Are you infected with a parasite too there, security guard number five? (laughs) It'd be a shame for you to end up where Colonel Drake is. (laughs) (laughs) In the past, buried neck to himself. Do you want to find your own corpse? I can arrange that. <laughs> oh, no. But yeah, and then like five seconds later, after they get out of that, Steven has the Trank gun, tries to shoot and goes, oh, it was jammed. It, like they built up this tension and then we're like, ah, no, we don't like this. Uh, undo, undo, control Z on their the tension in their relationship for now. For, for the moment. Um, yeah. We'll see later, I guess. But then, oh, they they hear what sounds to be like raptor noises, but it's David's favorite character instead. <laughs> floor buffer guy. Janitor. Yeah, floor buffer dude. Because janitors you know, here. Who continues the- <laughs> to work regardless of, I would hope, them of sending out a message that they're shutting the mall down. <laughs> like, or anything. It's very concerning, but it's fine. Yeah. It's okay. I don't. I don't know what you guys are concerned about. It's okay. Nothing, nothing weird about this. Um, that he's still here, but but yeah, no, don't worry. Um, Abby and Connor will escort him out of the building, um, with a gun, making sure he doesn't die. Um, because he would, you know, they, he wouldn't die. They've, they're, they're protecting him. He's a right? he's a new long term character. Oh he's man, gonna, he's gonna join Ark, right? And clean the floors at Ark. Clean the floors yeah. of Ark. Die with a dinosaur once with an a, episode. With a floor cleaner that sounds exactly like a Velociraptor. For some goddamn reason. This is Jeffrey. This is the Jeffrey of the show. 100%. <laughs> yes. We've, we've nailed it. Does the audience know who Jeffrey is? Oh, no. Merlin? Sorry. I'm thinking of Daryl. Yeah, you're thinking of Daryl. I'm saying Jeffrey from Merlin. My favorite character from oh, Merlin. Right. Until he betrayed, Jeff- until he betrayed Arthur. <laughs> And then chronicled all his adventures, I guess? Absolutely not. <laughs> Jeffrey was hung once Arthur came back into power, <laughs> as he should have been for crowning Morgana. He was Sorry, under audience. threat. We're, we're talking, so you die! <laughs> what do you mean? Long live the king. That is, those are the words that you use. <laughs> you know who else was under threat? All the Knights of Camelot that got killed. 
Oh, <laughs> like, man. what do you mean? Anyways, um, primeval? <laughs> I, I guess. Uh, <laughs> no, let's just get anger about Merlin more. Because <laughs> no, no, the no. five seasons of that we did wasn't enough. No, no, no. Please, <laughs> we made it out the other side. We're watching, what do you think we're old man Merlin is doing right now during this? <laughs> do you think he Good helped question. produce Primeval? You think he's a BBC he, exec? No, no he opened up in, the portals. No, yeah. What is old man Merlin doing while these anomalies open up? Because he's no, still around. Uh, old, in old man, old man Merlin is opening these portals. He's been trying to find his way back to fucking oh. Camelot times. Ah. Yeah, that makes more sense. Boom. Until otherwise uh, contradicted, I I believe Merlin and Primeval exist in the same continuity. <laughs> and that Merlin is the cause of the anomalies. Yeah, and he's trying to try and travel back because he's like, fuck, I waited so long. What's going on? <laughs> That's also why he's opened sub to the future is to just like skip ahead a little bit. Yeah, he's just checking in like, nope, still hasn't worked. Gotta keep still opening portals. Worked. All right, I guess I'll go back in time and fuck around with the past for a bit. See if I could make the the king wake up again. Damn it! <laughs> Arthur was a dinosaur the whole time. <laughs> oh man. Anyways, um, yeah. Let's have let let's get to them getting like bringing the uh the, the janitor back to the lockers instead of just telling him go home. We'll we'll get you. You can get your stuff later. Like, nope, they're like, hey, I need my stuff, though. And they're like, fine, we'll take you to your fucking locker room. I'm they, certainly- they go through the door, and it's like, hey, this, this was this door open when you, when you last came through? Nope, that's weird. I'm sure it's fine. Go ahead and open that locker while we shoot the shit and discuss things here. Also, Connor well, no, gets Connor's, the gun Connor's gonna go. Connor's gonna do, like, a quick search around, um, find nothing, and be like, we're clear, you're good. Open your locker. Uh, <laughs> At which point he just gets his throat bitten out um, by a little baby. Just a hungry <laughs> little baby. <laughs> just jumps him and cuts his throat and he bleeds out on the ground. Yeah, it was a really <laughs> weird decision to give the baby velociraptor a knife. <laughs> but, you know, I think it worked. I respect their decision. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, but don't worry, Connor's on the scene as he shoots, <laughs> he shoots Abby? Abby in the knee. Uh, which which this is this is foreshadowing right this is this is fucking arrow to the knee foreshadowing uh do you think connor's <laughs> gonna kill abby no he's gonna play skyrim at some point oh <laughs> he was I, playing oblivion that's the difference in this continuity friend death he mourns over skyrim instead of oblivion skyrim came out super early in this timeline <laughs> God, how does that make sense it would make more sense if he's mourning over fallout <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, um, but but yeah, no. Um, Abby's ACL gone. Uh, um, but don't worry. Pranked in the leg. It's fine. It's fine. That's normal. Um, now that now that if we want to if we want to use Charlie's Charlie's logic, now that Connor has drugged Abby, he will um he will also drug the dinosaur. Um, notice how he closes his eyes to shoot the dinosaur, but we'll shoot a woman with his eyes wide open. He Tell wants you. to see the shot hit a woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to see it hit the poor dinosaurs that he actually likes. <laughs> oh, no. I guess that settles on if we have to like Cotter or not, this continuity. Nope. 
Oh man. Any anyways, um yeah, no, he gets the dinosaur and is able to like just like, all right, yep, uh janitor's dead. I guess I just leave him here. Um bring the you know, I'll, I'll talk to fucking uh Cutter and Steven, um uh, call them, and then uh drag Abby back and bring the Velociraptor with me, I guess. Um <laughs> He's like, Yeah, I took down Velociraptor and they're like, an adult? And he's like, kind Almost. of an adult. It's basically an adult. Nope, little babby. Yeah. Um, they... And then Cutter, Cutter does explicitly tell him, stay with Abby, right? Yes. Because then he... Because he... then Connor doesn't. And yeah, goes, I thought Connor you were staying with him. Yeah, he immediately leaves her just in a fucking, like, bookshop? Fucking, yeah, somewhere. Um, I thought, like, Eventually, they're gonna they're gonna get back to the uh, the bowling alley, but not not quite yet. Um, but yeah, he he just leaves. Uh, they find out that um, there is because at this point, have they gotten the the they got the adult Velociraptor and, and Cutter at this point, right? Yeah, yes. yeah, they got the first one. I, I don't yes. exactly remember. They when. have the first there's one because some... there's a second one. It's like it's a yeah. familial unit. There's there. Oh god, and I love get... I love the fucking. Scooby Doo esque um, parts that happen a bit later with the second Velociraptor. <laughs> um, Do you also so like the, the line that Cutter has of "Yeah, cry out for your daddy"? Uh, that one's that one's not okay. <laughs> that was Maggie's favorite line of the episode. <laughs> Listen, Cutter's having a hard time right now. Let's leave him alone. He's saying all the things he wish he could have said to Claudia. Oh no! No! <laughs> oh no! Um, but yeah, so with the they just, with this child, well, what what happens? They first go rescue Abby, so, right? Like they go rescue they go rescue Abby. They figure out that there's a third dinosaur, and they bring the two dinosaurs into the uh, um bowling into the like bowling alley, uh, and realize wait, we can use the baby as as bait. Uh, yeah, they chain up they chain up the child. <laughs> Chain up the child, allow it to wake up. Um, we get the incredible line from Cutter. Uh, yes, cry out for your daddy. <laughs> Said as sexually line. charged as possible, please. It's such a bad line. Uh, they 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 bring they get the Velociraptor. Um, or they 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 do in fact bait in the the third Velociraptor. Um. Attempt to like uh, like bring it close. Uh, Velociraptor fucking eat the uh, eat the child. Oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> like this is this is very much like I think part of what I really enjoyed about this episode is that it carries some very like fuck around and find out energy slash like what we have in D anD D a bunch here, Charlie. Oh um, yeah, where it's and then like, like oh. Here's a great plan. Like we're we're gonna be able to like lure in the like last thing by like doing this, and it's like cool. You do that. I think you forgot that like bunch of creatures just eat their young sometimes. Yeah, and then Cutter also just kind of rolls a passive perception check and is like, "Hey, the radio frequencies are kind of fucked up. Do you think that has something yeah. to do with the anomalies?" Yes, like that that happens in the background here as well. Um, yeah, they they attempt to trank the third. Um, the third Velociraptor, unable to, it escapes after eating the, the, the baby. Um, 
All and right. we're sort of back to square one. We've still got one Velociraptor under under our control. Um, one of them has been dealt with, and there's one on the loose. Yep. Um, that, it, that, that Velociraptor certainly was dealt with. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, David. I was, I was just, I was mentioning before as well. There's, there's so much fuck around and find out energy in that scene, <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> just so dumb. Like it is, it is exactly what you would do DMing for us in a D and D session of us being like, we've got a plan, and, and you going, you're right, you have a plan. It works. <laughs> Did you expect this to happen in that plan, though? <laughs> You guys are monsters. You chained up a baby and then allowed it to be fed to an Tro- adult. The troll came by, went, you're not my kid, and uh, just hit it over the head with a club. Uh, roll for initiative, please. <laughs> um, and then we get some heavy Scooby-Doo energy here, I guess. Yeah. There's so much Scooby-Doo energy for like five minutes as they chase, as they chase this fucking dinosaur around. It's so good. Oh, man. Um, but eventually, after like some some like dirt bike like oh yeah they're on dirt bikes around. in like the the fucking parking garage and someone's I like think... whoa is that a dinosaur and he's like oh it's just a new toy should be up by christmas i yeah. i think because i think also kids we get show my... up why yes, are they here i don't know Drugs. also i i think this is my favorite scene in the episode um is uh fucking cutter on a bike does a wheelie and kicks a velociraptor. Yeah. Cars we get the ve- motorized vehicles are every dinosaur's weakness, apparently. <laughs> I mean, it's the one thing they didn't have back then, I guess. <laughs> Truly the weakness. Oh my god, do you think Elon Musk's car goes through an anomaly and that's what wipes out the dinosaurs? <laughs> I what they need to do is they need to build a mech. Please get me mechs versus dinosaurs. That would be uh, great. If you can get Asylum $20, they'll make that movie for you. <laughs> Pacific Rim versus Jurassic Rim. Jurassic Rim! <laughs> Which sounds like oh. a sex move. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I'm going to go primeval on did that you watch? <laughs> did you watch the second Pacific Rim movie? Yeah, it was, it was horrible. Holy crap, was it bad? I think those are two movies to point to people who are like, I don't understand what you mean by like cinematography and directorial style. And you can be like, hey, you see how in Pacific Rim camera is low and locked down? Watch the sequel and tell me this doesn't feel worse. Well, just story-wise as well, it's fucking nonsense. Yeah. I remember <laughs> we were so excited for it where it's like, hey, it's not going to be kaijus. It's going to be governments are like, cool, we can war again. Yeah, because that's a much better concept for a sequel. Where in the first movie, you had giant robots fighting kaijus, but you still have the giant robots left over, and each is owned by a different government. What do you think is going to happen? War! Like, come on! Nope. Still still aliens. Especially when there are governments who lost their giant robots. And they're like, literally by the end of Pacific Rim, there are like three giant robots left. Each owned by like one of the great powers. It's like, how does Russia not immediately invade? Like, what do you mean? Nope, still, still robots, or still aliens. Not even aliens, dude. I thought it was no, no. Oh, it's, it's no, it's observers. It's, it's literally observers, dude. Oh, right? Yeah, yeah. It's literally observers, Nick. What do you think I mean by it's literally observers? 
Oh no, it's future. It's it's just future people. Yep, it's future humans sending things back oh, in time no. to recolonize the past. Man, it's literally just observers. We got to so, check the writing credit for that movie to make sure no one on the fringe writing team was involved. It's probably fucking Akiva's gold, man. Akiva needs like Akiva needs to have like a license taken away. <laughs> His writing license. No driver's license. He can still write. He's just not allowed to drive. <laughs> no, the worst part is that that was Guillermo del Toro's original vision as well. Like they followed through with his plan. Oh, like he's on record with saying, like, yeah, that like, oh, my plan was future was observers. <sighs> okay, okay. It was never aliens. It was always observers. Sometimes producer and creative meddling is good. No, like, literally, also, Charlie Day being evil, also his original plan. Everything, like, they followed his original plot outline. <laughs> just without, Jesus. like, that's just showing, though, Del Toro's plot isn't great. It's his directing that makes his movies good. Yeah, and his, like, creature design. Yeah, it's his vision, not his storytelling. <laughs> like, <sighs> Anyway, back to Primeval. Uh, Scooby-Doo hijinks and Sue, they eventually trank the last Velociraptor. Yay. And Cutter's like, Connor all right. Connor does it. Fucking Connor saves the day. He gets a cool yeah. fucking slow-mo action shot, too. Shooting, shooting dinosaurs. Um, he doesn't right. just shoot Steven <laughs> in the back of the neck. <laughs> that would have been great. Uh, and then Cutter's like, okay, me and me alone, who's recently had an obsession with going into the past to change history, will be going through this portal to deliver the Velociraptors. Okay, thanks, bye. Don't, don't worry, I'll be back. Also, Connor, um, take take a look at these, take a look at this radio station. Uh, feel Only like it might this be station doesn't appear to be working on all of the radios. Surely someone would have realized this by now and reported it, and you could have done something with that. But you know what, whatever, it's fine. Um, yeah, Cutter, Cutter goes back in time, delivers the dinosaurs, um, decides he's gonna stay, uh, only for Steven to come through, uh, and be like, no, come, come back, like, you, you don't just get to be like, yeah, no, the world isn't how I remember it, um, and wander go off back and fix into it. the desert in the past, <laughs> like, uh, Steven also makes a very good point of, hey, um, you're, if, even if I believe everything that you've said, and the world is different, how do you know that by fucking around with the past, you're not just going to kill everyone? Like, how do you know that you're going to bring things, like, put things back to how they were? You don't even know what caused this. Uh, <laughs> things are okay right now. Maybe just accept that and come back. They're not what they used to be, but they're still fine. Um, and yeah, eventually Cutter, like, is like fine i guess i'll come back i guess you're right about that it doesn't make sense right now at least to try and like fix whatever the fuck happened um they realize that the portal's about to close because um it looks different <laughs> starting to yeah starting to pulse question or mark something they should really just Something's have compasses happening. like uh, how do th do they not have just have like specific like standard um, equipment yeah for detecting anomalies so at this point yeah, no, like, there's there's no way that you would still be using a compass. You'd go, like, hey, cool, the, like, compass does weird things here. That way, that, therefore, there's a magnetic field. Let's just build a device that better tells us this stuff. Well, I thought, I thought they actually measured the field output of, like, the first anomaly in episode two. They did. That's why I'm saying they should just have, like, yeah. devices now, like, Geiger counters, but for anomalies. 
Like, yeah, because then you can have built-in alarms being like, "Hey, anomaly is weakened by fifty percent." Especially probably now, collapsing soon. In this alternate universe where Ark exists, and they have presumably a whole swath of like team members. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, but either way, it's fine. Um, Cutter makes his way back through. Uh, Steven is almost there, looks back, dinosaurs are no longer, um, no longer asleep, um, and, uh, almost dies to, to a velociraptor. Um, I don't even know if you'd call that, like, he almost dies to a portal closing, um, and a velociraptor eating his life, uh, but gets pulled through, and, uh, the portal closes around a velociraptor's neck, just cutting it in half. Um, oh yeah, which... for, he grabs onto his leg and he's like, pull me through, pull me through! Help! So that is, what, only one dinosaur survived? <laughs> like, yeah. Yes. Good, well, good job, Cutter, not changing the past. <laughs> like, yep, he, one dinosaur, one dinosaur survives, um, and, uh, you left, you left equipment in the past. Like, it, sure, it was just like a gurney, but like, that's a little weird. Um, but, but yes, they've, they've made it out the other side. Hopefully those, hopefully those dinosaurs, uh, dying don't affect things too much. Um, and, uh, they make their way back to the Ark. Um, we've, what's also been happening in the back is that the, the Ark is like realized or, um, or like government guys realized like, huh, probably a good idea for us to have a, uh, like a PR person, um, Having the having these anomalies happen and like having to try and like explain that and like keep it under wraps probably best to have a PR person to actually manage that stuff because we don't know what we're doing and like how do you what what do you say for yeah like, to close a shopping mall? Uh, Gas leak only works um, so many times before you start getting questions about why the gas infrastructure in the UK is, is so bad. Oh man! Before the prime um, minister starts get having to field these questions. Prime Minister, this is the seventh gas leak this month. Has an inquest has an inquest been opened up into the fucking gas companies yet? <laughs> also, why why are the bodies of the people who die in these gas leaks never released to the public? Where, where are they? What happened to them? <laughs> I have five parents saying they've never seen their kids' bodies after that gas leak at the elementary school. What's going on? Oh no! Oh no! It's gonna happen sooner or later. No, not no. They discovered an early warning system. It's everything will be safe and fine now. <laughs> Everything's gonna be fine. We only kill. We only kill. Um, like only kill Velociraptor children, not not actual children. <laughs> Velociraptor children aren't children. <laughs> oh man. Um, but 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 yeah, they make their way back to the Ark uh, and are introduced to the newest. Uh, the newest team member and their new PR person, um, Jenny Lewis, um, who is just Claudia. Yeah. Um, it, it, we, it's we just figured... Claudia. She has a different name somehow. Don't ask how that's reasonable that she still looks the same, but has a fully different surname and given name. Yeah. The given name I could excuse. The uh, the surname surnames harder surnames a to weird. explain. Listen, maybe Claudia now, Brown in this one. was adopted as a child, and that didn't happen this time or something. That's no, 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 no. the more no, no. Jenny, Jenny Lewis. Explanation. Jenny Lewis is married, or Jenny Lewis is married. But then, why is her name Jenny and not Claudia? Yeah, um, if she was adopted, parents... she could have an entirely different name. 
<laughs> nah, parents, parents, parents flipped a coin in deciding her name, uh, and the coin was a different side this time. Of course, and when we went back in time and released those two proto uh, fucking uh, uh, predators, they changed the wind or some nonsense. Yes, they they, <laughs> they changed they changed something, causing a butterfly's wings to flap at some point the somewhere added, else. The added four pounds of mass. In the past, Brown never became a last name. Slightly different. (laughs) So when you flipped a coin, the gravity was slightly different this time. Listen, David, RNG seed was different for Earth here now. Like that's that's all you need. (laughs) Horrendous. But yeah, that's that's where we end the episode. I was okay. Now for my called shot, is that still in play that Claudia isn't coming back? Because technically. This isn't Claudia. No, she's back. It's the same actress. But it's a different character. No, it's back because they're going to be like the cutter is going to go like, you're blah, 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 Claudia. Like, it's like that counts as her back. No, if they pull in Olivia and she somehow gets her (laughs) fucking memories back, then I'm calling that She's 100% getting her memories back. No. She's definitely getting her memories back. So, so, so. Yeah, no, Charlie, if she doesn't get her memories back and this is just a different character um, and like it's like starting from fresh, I'm okay. I'm okay with you saying like, you're right. Claudia's not coming back. It is the same actress and they're going to be playing off of that for a while, but we'll see. Okay, I'm adding an asterisk saying Jenny Lewis must regain. Jenny Lewis is going to go through an anomaly with Nick Cutter (laughs) and she's going to get her memories back from like that. Is what I'm gonna say. No, no, no. One of one of those one of those sneaky dinosaurs um, that knew how to cut phone lines is gonna like, <laughs> bite her, and it's yeah. Uh, gonna she's gonna everything. ask all the important people in her life if it's okay to undergo personality suicide, and they're gonna go, "Yeah, do it," even though you won't remember me. Oh man, what an <laughs> insane part of Fringe. <sighs> uh, episode ratings. What are we feeling? Like, I guess this was like a solid four or four and a half. Um, I think I'm actually going to go four and a half. I very much enjoyed this episode. I thought that the way that they decided to do this timeline reset works really well. Um, as I sort of mentioned earlier, I'm really excited that they did this because it gave them a chance to look at season one, look at what went well and what didn't, and just make changes and be like, don't worry, it's a different universe. Um so I, I I think that was a very good way of doing that. Um, outside of that, this is just a funny episode. Um, the fucking Scooby-Doo Velociraptor scene was great. Um, <laughs> so much time chasing a dinosaur around slash being chased by a dinosaur. It was really good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I'm actually going to go four and a half on this. This was a very fun episode. Uh, I'll go for a four for much the same reasons, uh, mainly because the Amazon Prime quality is up. It's also way up. It's great. Yeah, it's it's viewable now. Yeah, uh, the bit rate is I good. Could, I could read words on the screen. <laughs> it was crazy. I don't think the was the bit rate the problem or just the fucking quality. I I don't know. I think all the bits were coming in. There just weren't enough bits. <laughs> there there just like, weren't enough bits. Five yeah. bits per screen, <laughs> like per frame. But yeah, no, it, the Scooby Doo energy is fun. Uh, we finally get to see Velociraptors. I think even Connor was like, "I was waiting for this, wondering we were gonna run into them eventually." Um, yeah, because when did Jurassic World come out? Oh fuck, who fucking knows? That was a ways later. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Jurassic World 2015. Yeah, ways later. Uh, yeah, so like <laughs> seven years. 
with Chris. Yes. My God, did Jurassic World definitely. rip off Primeval? Listen to our <gasps> podcast to find out more. It oh. spoiler, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler, it did. Spoiler, it didn't. No, no one in Primeval has done the hold your hand out to stop a dinosaur attack. <laughs> I love how they keep making him do that in those movies. <laughs> no one in Prime Evil has done that. Oh. Um, David, what about you? Uh, this episode, uh, for the same reason as Charlie's about the quality, gets a 3.5 for me. It gets downgraded because ah, it yes. looks better. <laughs> no, that all tracks. Yep. This is- yep. How dare Amazon improve? I was enjoying my 160p video. Uh, IMDb gave this a 7.7, so we're off to a strong start. That makes it the second highest rated episode of Primeval ever. Yeah, uh, behind, I would say, I would say behind this is the, the season best, one finale. I would say this is the best episode of Primeval so far. This feels like it would have been a much better pilot. Uh, if they just dropped you into the world where, yeah, there's this research center, maybe Connor is at the mall and discovers dinosaurs, and like he's our, he's our imprint character, where we get to learn about the universe through his eyes. But it this, this was just this was just a fun episode. Yeah, it's it's a reboot universe episode, so we might as well have fun with it, and you kind of get to reintroduce everyone. So yeah, good job. Uh, and was used by six point three two million people, so we're still in the sixes, which is good we won't stay there but <laughs> but we're there right now yeah we're there right now um hey uh the i think the english um i think the english title for this episode is the best out of the three uh the german title translates to a new world and the french title translates to the raptors um <laughs> which all three why of those are titles are drastically titles, different why do these episode titles fucking suck like so jurassic mall is definitely the best out of those three but why are they so drastically different between between where these were like made like where these were uh like fucking like shown um like those are drastically different episode titles um i don't know um any other fun facts charlie uh no but i did look up the writing staff for pacific rim uprising why I, just because I wanted to know. Uh, so the writer and director for it, uh, <laughs> he was a producer for Angel. Of course. Uh, this is kind of like the biggest. Th- he was a co-executive and supervising producer for Smallville. Um, that This is kind of like what he was known for. Um, he wrote Daredevil. A couple episodes of Buffy. I think he was a staff writer on Buffy. It Which Daredevil? Like. Um, the first. Oh Dare- no! Not, no, sorry, not the Ben Affleck. The Netflix. Oh, okay, Daredevil. okay, okay. Yeah the the television series, the good one. Um, so credit to him. Uh, one of the other ones, she co-wrote the screenplay and then also wrote or co-wrote Jurassic World Dominion. Um, let that be a credit or demerit in her favor. Uh, one of the other guys wrote the screenplay for the Maze Runner series and the Atom Project. Ooh. And then the last woman uh, wrote for uh, the 100, Alphas, Eureka. So, like, shows we may consider at one point. Oh, no. <laughs> Eureka, I think, was a five. 
Yeah. No, it was only three. Oh, thank oh. God. Well, but they did reset the timeline every season. We'll get into that eventually. Uh, I think that brings us to the end of this episode. Yeah, everyone? Yep. Yeah, yep. I'm going to say yes. Thank you all so much for listening to another wonderful episode of Four Seasons and a Funeral. Um, please feel free to give us a like and a subscribe on your podcasting service of choice. Feel free to reach out to us at uh, x slash Twitter at Forsaf or email us at forsaf at gmail.com. Um, yeah, I'm hoping this season maintains this quality level. I, I, I need the show to be good for a little bit longer, please. I need to recover from Merlin still. <laughs> um, so we'll find out next time on Four Seasons and a Funeral. Outro. Our intro and outro music is Dream One by Magenta Six. Licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License. <laughs>